Hey, everybody. Just a heads up, this episode was not originally supposed to be released. It was supposed to be a test run for me and Joey to get used to running a podcast, but it just turned out to be such a great conversation with my brother Sky and a really good episode. So I have really high hopes for the podcast. We're going to get better at this, but for now, give us some slack on working out the technical difficulties. Uh, anyways, enjoy the episode and welcome to the podcast. How's it going, man? Good. Um, cool. So this is a little bit uh, impromptu right now. This is kind of like a test podcast. So if this ends up getting released. <laughs> you guys know that this is actually our first episode. So we're just going to get right into things. Um, let's go back to the very beginning. How were you first introduced to Poi? So I guess um, I met one of my buddies and um, I was spinning glow sticks at the time. I didn't really understand a lot of the, I guess, a lot of the movements you could do with something heavier. And my buddy had this, uh, you know, pair of poi, and I was kind of like, what the hell is that? And uh, once I switched over to poi, I just never went back. And then I just progressively changed my poi, I guess, type throughout the years. Yeah, I'm a little biased. I mean, I guess we both are, but like, so weird to look back at our glow stick days. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't Dude, I'm not going to lie. I, I was almost like embarrassed to even bring that up. <laughs> You know, there's only, you know, but, you know, no disrespect. I mean, you know, there's some, you know, like Hindi is a madman with the glow sticks. And I just think, you know, mad respect there. But I was no, no Hindi with glow sticks, let's just say. I get you. And there are people nowadays that like still pursue glow stringing or glow sticking over Mm -hmm. poise still. Yep. Yeah. Because it is different. It's a different style. Yeah. And I would say a a lot of it is just the difference between stalls and wraps. You know, like I'm going to stall here to change direction or to, you know, to maneuver into something else with glow sticks. I'm going to wrap here. You know, I guess you can stall with them too, but. Stalls are really difficult with something with that little of counterweight. Yeah. Yeah. Even like snake poi. I mean, I can stall them, but they're a little bit more difficult um, just because of the shape of them, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. So how long do you think you had been spinning or like glow stringing before you saw actual poi or like fire poi or what What was the first version of poi that you saw? Was it fire? Sock poi. Sock, sock poi. And like, um, yeah, like sock poi. I think that I'd only been spinning for a couple of weeks, you know, maybe a month, a month and a half mm-hmm. uh, before, you know, uh, before poi, but, you know, but the first um, poi that I got introduced to was sock poi, um, just because, you know, the only way to get a decent pair of sock poi was to go through home of poi or to just put whatever the hell you wanted inside socks. So that was the easiest, you yeah, know, <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. We would make, uh, what was the first pair of sock poi that we made? I think it was, uh, like socks and rice or yeah, something. We did. I think even before that, man, we, we took like a tennis ball and we jammed a knife in it, you know, <laughs> and then we that. threaded a shoelace through and just wrapped the, sh- you know. And you know, back then, man, that was sick. I was loving those things. Yeah. I loved those things. You thought those you were know? so well made. Baby, dude, I was, uh, dude, we were, <laughs> I loved them, man. You know, I wish I still had them, honestly. To hang on the wall for memorabilia. <laughs> so going back to that era, um, who are your biggest inspirations early on in your poi journey and how do you think they've influenced your style all the way up until now? So I think like, as far as like a, you know, you, you mean like an in-person individual, like someone I've met too, or just anyone? We'll say 
strictly for now, we'll say for YouTube. So like they, uh, videos, videos that you were watching of people online. Yeah, I would say that, you know, probably one of my favorite people um, in the community now is this uh, um, Nick Woosley guy. Um, I think he owns Playpoy. Um, but, you know, I watched all of his tutorials and just his way of teaching was just very compatible with my brain and how I learned. And it's kind of funny. I messaged him on Facebook like a month ago, you know, kind of being like, I don't know, not expecting him to ever read it. Just totally fanboying. Be like, dude, you changed my life. And then messaged me back like five minutes later, dude. I, am, I almost fainted, man. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's funny how uh, the Poi community is so large, but also... Um... Yeah, also very connected in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nick did so many really good tutorials back then. I think he was kind of the original um, online instructor in a lot of ways. And he yeah. kind of paved the way for someone like Drex to um, go online and do his own version of tutorials, as well as many other people that are doing them right now. Um, but he, I, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, Nick was really like the first person, really. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because it Drex almost kind of, to me, looks like, you know, a Nick Woosley just kind of progressed like a younger, you know, version of Nick Woosley. They have very similar styles. And, you know, like, especially like Nick Woosley, you know, he is not a very super technical spinner, but he is a beautiful spinner. And every single pedal he does is, you know, immaculate and pointed. And he's just so, so good and so fun to watch, you know. Yeah, I remember watching him doing uh, certain flower patterns that nowadays are like household tricks, I guess. But yeah, back then it yeah. was groundbreaking stuff that he was doing um, Yeah, because people really didn't have an understanding for poi as broadly as they do now. Um, so what he was doing with flower patterns and extensions and doing um, different variations with like extension versus a flower, that stuff was very very uh like groundbreaking like i said so yeah, yeah it was it was um i don't know man like yeah just some of the stuff that he would do you know is just insane i mean just the the idea of um anti-spin you know like four petaled flower or three petaled flower and like his way of explaining being able to stall on each one of those petals uh, i feel like that changed i still use that stuff now i literally used it a minute ago when i was outside <laughs> you know yeah yeah, some of those things that you learn, like the building blocks that you learn early on. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they uh, influence your style, like just kind of in the long run, which is really interesting. Yeah. In, uh, but I don't know if you remember too, but I think my first like in-person just reason to progress was a dude named Devin Alvarez. And I, I haven't seen him in years. I don't even think he spins point anymore. Um, last time I saw him, he had bike tubes taped together with a shoelace, but the dude is an insane. He was insane. He was he so told me about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had funny. a nice feel to him, honestly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I remember being very intimidated back early on when we went to drum circle and there were so many different spinners. I was also very young, but um, yeah, I mean, we kind of got lucky in a lot of ways with uh, where we grew up and the, influence that we had locally was really uh special you know yeah it was man and i guess that's awesome for you I mean, you were like 10 years old i mean yeah. you really you, like realistically <laughs> like let's think about it but you were 
you were very, very young, and it was great, especially in the good old days that you know back there when Drum Circle was popping, and it was really based around um, I want to say Poi, but more flow arts in general because there was a yeah. lot of different stuff. Poi was the primary thing there, but yeah, yeah, there was a lot of different stuff going on there. Yeah, I mean, st you can you still find a few Poi spinners there now, but it's very far from how it used to be. Yeah. Um, I guess some of the some of the most groundbreaking, like evolutionary poi or flow arts related anything of my life has been just from going to that park during those days. So that's why I refer to it. I'm sure you know as the good old days because that's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? it really was because yeah. we had so many different people to bounce ideas off of. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I mean, we all were relatively new and poi was relatively new, like as yeah. far as being introduced to like american culture essentially yeah you know um, absolutely you know so absolutely. yeah it was interesting to see you know i feel like every other month or couple weeks we'd see somebody uh do something that i didn't understand that would blow my mind oh yeah oh you know, yeah so we were just discovering things all the time with the amount of people that we had there spinning yeah and you know and then night came around and i guess that was everyone's first well that was my first like time in my life where i was like okay i gotta get some fire poi because the second the sun goes down then we all take and turn spinning fire out there you know and there was a lot of people man uh, you know a, a lot so there was so many people i mean we probably knew how many people would you say probably like 35 or 40 maybe more man maybe more like yeah i don't know a lot too many a lot of them i don't even know their name but like if i saw them now after not seeing them for years and years i would still give them a hug and say what up totally you know so yeah i don't know i miss totally. those days to, to be yeah. honest and, you know wyatt wyatt davis and uh justin hindi specifically i remember when uh 30 days of ploy came out and wyatt still lived in Salt Lake, right, yeah. right next to uh, Liberty Park, and he mm -hmm. was a little bit of a flow celebrity for us back then because, like, Thirty Days of Poi is still an amazing video, and back then it was even more so because nobody had really developed uh, Wyatt's control of contact. He was mm -hmm. very like him, and maybe one or two other people at that time were that good with contact. And we were very lucky to be able to like meet him and hang out with him and see him spin, even if it was yeah. at a distance most of the time, you know? Yeah. No, man. Uh, you know, it's funny that you bring up that 30 days of Poi video. Like, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube, you know, I have the whole YouTube premium. I'd never, the only, the only video, the, the number one, let's say video I've, I've watched the, the most amount of times in my life is that 30 days of Poi video. And I remember there was a time where he took it down. Pull that shit and up, Joey. Yeah, I mean, please let's, let's pull, pull this that up, shit up. Because <laughs> yeah, you know? it's uh, Thirty Days of Ploy by Wyatt Davis. Because like uh, this video, it might be kind of hard to find. You know what's funny is like, look at the amount of views that it has. It has three point seven thousand views. That is crazy, dude. Dude, dude I. I... <laughs> I bet you, dude, like, uh, if it counted per views of individuals, I'm telling you, man, 90% of those could have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on different devices or different yeah, times know, know, or yeah, telling yeah. other people to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. totally. I, like, dude. publicly advertise for that shit, man. is I remember that video being, like, I thought everybody had seen that video. But, like, yeah. looking back now, it's just, like, mm -hmm. it was not – 
very mainstream at all like no it's just such a small amount of views now like oh dude how am i getting goosebumps for you right now <laughs> even just the I love, intro music yeah i love this this living room i mean even to say that we've been in this living room and yeah. seen that light fixture i mean we walked into this living room to buy a set of poi and uh yeah. i remember being in awe because we had seen Look the video so many times we yeah. saw the tapestry we saw like yeah it was so cool dude i feel like i was like on set of my favorite film i was like oh my god look there's that <laughs> carpet <laughs> you know and dude look how monstrously long his poi are dude. i know like, seriously i mean really i don't even know minor that long yeah we, this guy, we, dude. so all of these folding line patterns that he was exploring a lot of those really hadn't i had never seen i don't know if no. they had been done before but maybe no. not the exact way that Wyatt was doing them no no there was only one other guy there's only one other guy on youtube and i don't even his name uh, what did he go by poi boy that yusuf dude he he had yeah. the physically improbable video i yeah i know who you're talking about i was thinking um of surreal but i i'm oh. not sure I'm not sure when that video dropped. That's a dude. I, I think the surreal videos are are older than that. But like, dude, that's like watching normal people get really good, and then dude, watching surreal was like watching the goddamn Har the Harlem Globetrotters, man. Like, there, he was something else, man. He was he was so still, good. He's still. I'll watch that and just be mind blown. Joe, do you want to just roll that for a sec? Because I I would love to watch. I mean, it's a it's a goddamn classic. I would love yeah. to. So you out the remainder. Poi, the melting poi is insane. I think that's oh the name of the video. I, I don't know how many times I'll watch that video on this podcast, but probably a good amount of times because yeah. if somebody hasn't seen it, or I'm sure it's somebody else's favorite video as well, because that's another yeah. question that I want to get into um, with people is what was your favorite YouTube video for poi? What's your favorite poi video of all time? Uh, did by far and yeah, i'm sure you guys have seen it um mel red pants yeah that, that is, was another one <laughs> that is my all-time favorite video um uh, for poi ever um is the mel ah. red pants that guy is insane sorry I'm see like even even some of the stuff that wyatt's doing like i said it just holds up so well because he's like, so even good. now you can go back after all this time and see a couple different things that you're like, wow, I forgot about that. Like that was yep. so cool. You know? Yep. Absolutely, man. I mean, I, dude, I think I like know every single scene of this, um, <laughs> you know, even right here where he's spinning right here, he did a juggling video later called broom pusher in this exact same spot. And I just remember seeing that door and I'm like, when he shaved the dreads. Yeah, exactly yep. that video. Exactly <laughs> that video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what good times, man. Yeah. And totally. this is this is this is the studio that we all used to go to for the uh the fire conclave, the Utah Fire Tribe. That was oh, our studio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Dude, this guy, man. God, it's I still I, I it's never it always blows my mind, dude. Always. I'd really like to have Wyatt on the podcast because uh, even though he doesn't spin poi anymore, I'd, I'd like to chat with him about it and just see yeah. in what ways did it help your club juggling. It, do you ever do you ever miss 
doing a, a folding line. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does it behind closed doors. He'll go lock himself in the room, do a quick folding line real quick, put it down, ditch it. <laughs> you know? oh, and, dude, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I would say like in a way between him and Hindi and in, uh, Matone, when Matone, their, their, their little crew, in a way, I think they kind of changed the poi world for anyone that knew about them or saw them or anyone that knew anyone else that had learned from them they changed that for me and a lot of other people well yeah i mean in a lot of ways because i mean we took inspiration from wyatt and then yeah. you know nowadays like a lot of the times when i'm inspiring people it's based off of ideas that kind of stemmed from watching videos like this mm -hmm. you know yeah and I, I, I think I was going to mention this. I remember he took this video down for a month. And I remember calling him or texting him and being like, dude, <laughs> like, I was like, man, like you, I know you don't want this online for whatever reason, but you're really affecting my life by taking this video down. Like, you know, like, please, man, if not for me, for the world, please. <laughs> you know. Just for memorabilia's sake, leave it up, please. Yeah, please, dude. This is yeah. groundbreaking. Yeah. And even still, man, let's say somebody nowadays posted this on Instagram right now. Let's say it was posted right now. This video would get some goddamn fucking hype. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder if this was released today with how much larger poi, like the community, oh. the poi community is. I wonder, I mean, it, it would have gotten more views, I feel like. Oh, definitely, dude. Definitely. It's definitely. Such a good and video, dude. And the fact that this was, I mean, well, I don't even, this is probably more than 10 years ago. More. Maybe more than that. And like realistically, yeah. I think that this, even now, with how far Poi has progressed, even now, this is still next level shit. Not a lot of videos you can watch that and say that from 10 years ago till now. It's true, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it kind of goes back into like longer format videos, videos like this wow. and like surreals videos mm -hmm. and uh, like, like predator poi from Tim Goddard Ooh. and, Ooh. you know, yeah. all these like kind of staple videos uh, were longer forum videos for YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I really, as much as I love Instagram, I want to put in, I want to put in a longer amount of time on a video and do something like this because yeah. It's really like seeing it all together is different than just seeing like a clip, you know, once or twice a week or three times a week, yeah. like actually sitting down to lot to watch a 10 minute video. Uh, Absolutely. It's so much more impactful, I feel like. Yeah. And especially for something like that, you know, I think. And that male red pants video is like that, too. And that is some of the craziest non-contact shenaniganery I have ever seen in all of my days true true it, the, the, i think the video quality on it is just horrendous but it's still beautiful <laughs> so bad yeah I 2010 that, dude 13 years yeah. ago and that dude was even on ukraine's got talent for contact juggling man that guy is serious well and he's still one oh, of the most well-known uh poi spinners i mean he is just beautiful at spinning dude the russian style of like really heavy body tracer yeah. And like just tech spinning, you know. Yeah. He's so artsy. What I remember watching. I don't know. <laughs> I remember watching this video and thinking, I will never be that good, you know. Yeah, dude. Even what he's doing right now. I mean, this is still every. I mean, you know, waist wraps, you know. But back, you know, before that, man, he is just disgusting. Yeah. 
What a good video. Ooh, it is what? so good. I know. So original. What was that? And like this dragging thing he's doing right here, man. This is it's just so yeah. visually sick. And you know what's funny about that pattern is he's doing the corners and not like uh the the four pedal grid that I typically stick to is like more of like a diamond and he's kind mm -hmm. of more like a square. Yeah. So it's like turned yeah. different. He's hitting the corners and not so much like bottom, right, top, and left. It's Absolutely. very interesting. I, and I'm kind of like you too, actually. I hit those diamond patterns too. But, you know, that may have been because we did learn the diamond patterns uh, pretty much on the same day of the same year. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> together, together. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, he just did a fishtail. Yeah, wow. We I think didn't even... back in... No. We didn't even know what that was back then. We didn't even... Nope. 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 Interesting. I, the... I wonder where he learned of fishtail back then. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, that is a great question. This is crazy. This is what I was going to bring up. That is just, that is so sick. That visually, what he's doing right there with that mm -hmm. pirouette. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful video. He's so good, dude. I wonder where he is right now. I'm sure in this terrible writing down here in the corner, you can tell, but I, I cannot read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an old video, man. It's really cool yeah. to, to go back and watch some of that stuff now. Um, and it's funny just kind yeah. of how your view on some videos changes. And it's no mm -hmm. disrespect to the, the artist. It was just more goes to, to show you how much the community has grown at large and not so much of like, oh, they weren't even that good. It's like, well, we just really didn't know that much yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, and dude, like even, uh, what was what was Hindi's video back then? His, his like four years of glowing and still going video was yeah. just popping. Dude, that was so good. It was so good. I can't, I don't know, man. That is just nuts. I, I You know, I, I feel like, I feel like if I hadn't have had all of that and, you know, back then and just uh, all around, you know, available in my community, countless friends that spun poi i don't know if i'd be still spinning or you know this i don't know you know what i mean yeah you know um another question i had for you i think what we're really passionate about really shapes and kind of directs our life in a lot of ways and mm -hmm. like how do you think poi has changed your life over the years Whew. i mean that's a great question man i mean this came from you know being young just like everybody in you know, I mean, maybe not fitting in or, you know, you can tell I, I talk a little funny. It's not because of this giant hole in my lip. This is how I've always been. I used to have a stutter and I just didn't have a lot of confidence and I never felt like I was good at anything in my life. And when I started spinning poi, it just kind of gave me this newfound confidence, especially when I practiced and learned something, you know, and I was like, maybe if I practiced at anything and just believed in myself and wanted to get better, um, I can do anything I wanted, just like anyone can, but it changed my life. It was the first thing that I loved. It was the first thing I ever felt good at. It, it taught me how to be more social. It taught me, I made a lot of friends. Um, even up until, yeah. Yeah. Even up until this day right now, I feel like that it's the number one thing, um, like physical thing that changed my life. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah. You know, throughout all the different things that I got into, all the different hobbies that I had throughout the years, I feel like it was just the one that, always stuck that I always went back to because you yeah. know I was always getting better even if I had times like periods of stagnation it just ended up you know you just break through that eventually and kind of get yeah. over it and 
um, yeah. get over those plateaus. But yeah, I think getting better and getting through those plateaus was extremely motivating, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's, 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 it's nice hearing you say about that too, because you are always very charismatic and the fact that it could help you be more social and accept yourself more. I mean, I'm pretty sure you were pretty much born with a six pack. I don't know if you <laughs> remember those days like I do, but I'm pretty sure you were. Um, you know, and the, 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 the fact is that it could uh, help you um, when, um, I mean, it seemed like you were really good at making friends, but it helped you shape yourself too. It can only, I mean, that only says like what it's doing for other people too. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, well, and during that time, I didn't really have a lot of friends that were my age. So I was kind of yep. just around you and your friends. And they were all older as well. And um, yeah, so connecting with Poi and being able to kick it with the older kids and talk about, yeah. you know, stuff and not feel like a total idiot was uh, really good for me, you know? It's funny that you bring that up because I just remember the days where people didn't, you know, had never met you before. And we'd all go to spin fire. And uh, you'd be like, hey, man, could I burn next? And you're like 11 years old, maybe, maybe, maybe younger. And they're like, hey, man, your your little brother wants to go spin. Is, is that cool? Like, we need to like, and I'm like, no, he'll be fine. And they're like, all right, bud, chill, be careful. And you go out there and then you were like, you know, twice as experienced as most of these dudes. And they're all asking you questions after like, what the hell was that? Like, you know, just, it was just, I loved that feeling because they just uh, never knew. They never knew that you had already, I don't know. I loved that. I was a little lab monster, dude. I just like, yeah. I was just yeah. always obsessed with learning new stuff. So it was like not so much of like, how old are you? It was more of like, how much work have you put into this? And that's Dude. what was really cool about it. You know, It's so funny that you say that. Cause like, I remember being on my laptop and it's like, your memory storage is getting full. And I'm like, how in the shit is that even possible? And it's like, oh, your, your photo booth or whatever the hell it was called back then is using up all your memory. And I pulled it up, dude, and there was like, I found like a four hour, a th almost a four hour video of just you grinding. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. You know? And it, I did you know, do the, that. It was all full the time. of that. It was full, chock full of them. It's true. Every last and gigabyte. <laughs> it was all like back then, it was just so much uh, like flower pattern. More for me, it was, I was very like weave based and fountain based, whereas you were more of like mm. flowery type style. But yeah, I was obsessed with learning forwards and reverse every weave that I saw, you know, all these weird mm -hmm. weaves, um, you know, like archer <laughs> fountains, you know, like five beat archer fountains and stuff like that. That was just like oh. really new at that time. And you being like the only 11 year old anyone's ever heard of that can do a nine beat weave. <laughs> 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 you know i mean let's really do this justice here like that with, was, the, with my arms all, all tangled up yeah. yeah and i'm like i don't even think my arms bend like that I, that is nuts you know being young helped me with that it still kind of hurts my shoulders now to, to even try it yeah i mean let's just get it a clip of it and i never have to do it again you be like no nah, here's the video <laughs> you know what's funny is like i think i think it was like 2004 15 or something maybe 2016 it was one of the first videos that i had shared uh to poi chat and i was doing a gnarly i like a seven beat or something with my arms all tangled up and i thought it was so cool back then and it is still pretty cool but like <laughs> so many people were like i don't know about that one man that looks pretty like suspect yeah. or whatever people just didn't really like 
like it the same way that I did. But I think that's what's really cool about Poise. You'll find like these little subcategory spinners that really love what you're doing. And it's not like you don't have to like what I'm doing with Poise. I think that's the coolest thing about it is like you don't really want to learn everything else that everybody knows how to do. You want to get better at the things that you want to be able to do, you know? Absolutely. I know the exact kind of individual you're talking about. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, on the other hand, spinning with people that just, you know, I think Justin Hindi was just a fantastic example of somebody who just, no matter what it was that I wanted to share, they were, they wanted to learn and they were interested and uh, it felt really good. And uh, I feel like a lot of my style today is based off of some of the feedback that I got from him specifically as an individual, oh, you know, man, Going back to, I think, the period of time, like, I don't know why it's so cemented in my memory, but when I, know what I, you're was, spinning, <laughs> I was spinning with Hindi and I knew how to, I learned how to do this really cool contact roll. And I was like, Hindi, look what I can do. It's this really cool roll, you know, and I'm mm. showing him. And he's like, that's awesome, man. But like, what's your other hand doing? What's your other hand yeah. doing? And I was like, damn, what is my other hand doing? And now looking back, yeah, my other hand was just spinning just to spin and it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't extending. It wasn't isolating. It wasn't doing a toss. It wasn't doing anything. So mm -hmm. really, it just kind of created my taste for density in poise spinning and like in sequence building. So now when I'm building a sequence or I'm building a, a performance, I don't like to waste beats. I like there to be something like purposeful uh, placement, you know? Absolutely. And like me as an outsider, I would say that that for me, if I were, if someone were to ask me, what do you think was the time in your life or the time in Patrick's life that changed his style forever? I would, I would have brought that up too. That's why when, right when you started talking about it, I'm like, I know because I watched you spin. You've always, that, you know, I feel like that changed your life too. You it was a I mean? good day. It was a good day. And it yeah. was a really good challenging moment because um, it made me think like about separating my other hand and making it making the whole thing become more full and appealing, not so much yeah. just based around what I'm doing with one hand, but what am I doing with two? You yeah, know? absolutely. There's another example. I, I, I don't know if you're going to remember him. Um, he wasn't a very super talkative dude, but is a dude named Dylan Fisher. So he was the first. Dylan. He was the first person I ever saw do a straight jacket, which back then was like, I just did a slam dunk from the you know three point line, like, <laughs> you know. And uh, but um, he was the first person I ever saw to, to do a one handed spiral, which now I was like, that is the you know back then I was like that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Now I can do one handed spirals with both hands. I'm sure you know. It's funny. You know yeah, I feel that way about a lot of different tricks. Like going back to Nick Woolsey, um, when he put out that tutorial on Triketra or Mercedes, um, we used to think that was just like insane, like so difficult. It, to do. it is. <laughs> yeah. It was very difficult, and it is a hard trick. But now I'm yeah. doing, you know, Mercedes versus a ton of different stuff anti-tosses body isolations like extensions all kinds of different things and i'm utilizing yeah. it in three point now which is crazy to see how much things have changed you know that video was revolutionary his way of explaining it too was just and he had like that tracer effect mm -hmm. on the video the and tracers like, were okay. so helpful yeah 
that guy was nuts, man. I, I would love if, – if I, if I could meet any poi spinner in the world, it would be him still. You know, I, I know he does like poi retreats. That would be like a, a bucket list item before he stops doing those to be able to go to that, you know. True, true. If I could meet any poi spinner, I would really – I don't know. I would have to think about it. It would probably be Surreal or, or Bo or Bo. Out of the people that I have not met, it would probably be either of those two. Yeah, no, for sure. I I, I would love to eat, meet either of those people too. I remember, I remember when Cyril came to Utah, and for did like he really? some convention. Yeah, but you know what he did the whole time? He stayed with Wyatt. Wyatt <laughs> knows him personally. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Just kidding. No, I'm and, totally kidding. Yeah, no, but like, I'm like, come on, man. Where's? But it's like he was a celebrity, but. I remember Wyatt being like, you know, man, no, the only thing that this guy does throughout his day-to-day basis besides normal living things is spin. He was out spinning all the time, every second. I mean, and it I shows. I was like that for years, dude. I, I was remember like that dude. for years. Like you would, I remember go, being... <laughs> you would go to work in the morning and I would be outside spinning already. And then you would come back from work and I was still outside spinning. Yep. Yep. I remember. And I rem- remember being like, damn, where the hell is Patrick? And then be like, oh, he's outside. I'm like, no way. I look outside and you're like sunburned and just sweaty mess, just like spinning <laughs> in the sun, 95 million degrees outside and you're just going. Yeah, yeah. And you always come back in and be like, dude, I learned so much shit every single time. Every That's single what's time so fun about it is if you want, I still feel that way where I'll have a really good uh, day at the, at the studio and I learn all these weird things. Uh, with two poi primarily now because three poi is like a little bit different in the sense of you kind of have to envision a pattern and work on it for a long time. Sometimes you get really lucky and you'll just find something really quick, mm-hmm. but more often than not, it's you have to work for it for a long time. Whereas with two poi, sometimes you just find something right off the bat and you're able to just do it and you you know it now. And that's really fun. That's the really yeah. fun part about two poi for sure. Well, dude, three poi is crazy, man. Like I remember back in the day, you know, at, like so. Let's you know compare this to the history of skateboarding, right? So back in the day when you know Tony Alva, Lords of Dogtown days, they didn't ollie, they didn't ollie out a vert or anything like that. Pretty much street and freestyle was non-existent. You know, then you know Rodney Mullen invented the ollie, and these guys were like, dude, this is completely different, and you know this is stupid. And that was me with three poi. I was looking at three point and being like, dude, this is stupid. I, I don't think any of that looks cool. I don't think any of it looks good. And then as time went on, man, and people started learning more and more things, I was like, dude, three point can be sick. And now I'm so far behind the game. I just got my first three point set, what, a month ago? And you're 15 years in. Yep, yep, yep. yeah. So, but you know. I would say that you already have a ton of fundamentals from two poi that will carry over. You just have to get used to have it there being a third. And once you get over that barrier of two poi one mm-hmm. hand control, you're really going to be able to branch out in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my biggest motivation for the three poi is getting really good at juggling those long ones. So, that I, you know, because I. <laughs> If anybody is watching this, if we do release this episode, um, Sky, yeah, Sky is uh, dead set on juggling long poi, and I give him shit because I'm telling him that the medium length, I'm not even talking short poi, I'm talking like medium like length poi are going to be a lot easier to learn some of these juggling patterns, but 
he will stay strong and uh, you will yeah. learn the patterns. I, mean, I remember, I remember any time <laughs> one of us got a new pair of poi and if yours is a tiny bit longer than mine, I'd hit up Wyatt. I'd be like, hey, Wyatt, time for a new poi. I need him a little bit longer than how you made Patrick's. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, just a smidgen longer. Very noticeable, though. You know. Yeah, the first person that I saw do three poi that I really was taken back by was Jonathan Alvarez. I'm sure a lot of people feel oh, that way. But... Yeah. Jonathan oh, was yeah, incredible at that time period. Jonathan Alvarez was insane. I mean, he had the craziest. I think he started the gunslingers. You know, the whole movement, of, like the gunslinger yeah, movement. Color I mean, switches. I, I swear, after Jonathan really popularized uh, gunslingers, you saw them all over the place. Because mm-hmm. we knew a lot of people that spun poise, so we really got to see what people were doing. Yeah. Uh, we got to see a broad like selection of what people were doing and yeah everybody started gunslinging after that yeah. same with three ploy everybody's like oh dude i'm gonna wear three ploy and it was so early on three ploy was really in its infancy still and uh it was everything was based around like superman weaves which yeah. i was never into i didn't but really <laughs> have a taste for them i didn't really like the way that they looked but now looking at where gun uh the superman style of three ploy has has led to now it's really cool you can make anything look cool with three ploy and mm-hmm. with ploy in general but it just takes that extra level of um comfortability and control to really make it look special and not lazy right no <laughs> and you know it's funny you bring up the superman so there someone once told me and i don't know some people might take this as like kind of snooty so i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna put them on blast of who it was Right. <laughs> but somebody told me once that the Superman was only for people that didn't know or couldn't do a one handed two or three beat. Right. right. And, you know, I, without putting, <laughs> without saying how I really feel about that, because I do respect poi spinning and, you know, at all levels. And if you can't do something, it's not like you should be shamed for that or feel bad for that. But, to an extent, I think he's right, just because, you know, the whole two and the three beat forward and backwards, they just flow into everything else. The Superman really does not. It's true. It flows into a one-handed butterfly if you get good at it, you know. So, well, I mean, and if you get really good at it, it can go into a lot of different things. But um, traditionally, it doesn't go into a lot. Um, unless you, again, develop that extreme level of control. And then you can really b- branch out in a lot of ways, but... Yeah, back then we were not fans of three ploy, and it's funny now that no, no, you know, you think of uh, people that are pushing three ploy, and it's like there's yeah. quite a few people that are really doing some special stuff with three ploy right now, you know? Yeah, there is, and you know, and then there's poi juggling. You know, you see a bow out there just straight up looking CGI photoshopped. You're like, this, I know, man, this is not real. This is not I real, know. and, and I know. it is. I'm not trying to say it's not like he is but it does not seem realistic or possible. I mean, even, I mean, we were talking about it the other day, um, Chris Kelly's jet poi juggling too, back then, um, was You know insanity. what's funny? <clears throat> this might be a hot take, but if I'm wrong, somebody correct me, but if Bo did not exist, if he didn't juggle poi, Chris would probably still be the best poi juggler. And in my opinion, Chris is really not even that close Bo. I don't think that's a hot take, like skill wise, as far as juggling goes. Yeah, Chris's juggling is like I said, 
if Bo did not exist, Chris would be fucking the top of the top, right? But yeah. I don't even think Chris is really super close to Bo right now, which no, is I, it just goes yeah. to show how how incredible Bo is right now. It's just amazing. Yeah, like as far as my opinion goes, which you know will vary from individual, um, but I want a hundred percent agree with you. When I, you know, all Chris's videos of him juggling in that, uh, what is it, the um, racquetball court? It, it, just yeah. insane. Insane. Yeah, the, the racquetball court. And then when he did Flow Show um, mm. in, I forget what venue that was back then, but Flow Show, um, when he did the amphitheater performance, I still watch that video uh, regularly because I'm mm. working on a lot of juggling patterns um right now that he did in that video and for him to do it live was just wow it's just really incredible because you know i might get a juggle right now i'll get a juggle for like a video and it might have taken me 50 tries mm-hmm. you know but for him to have that level of control to do it live at a performance is uh yeah it's it's admirable for sure well dude to be that confident um with those that level of um of difficulty movements and tosses to be that confident on not dropping them is truly insane. Yeah, I agree. I, I want to get there and I feel like when I'm building a performance right now, I have to keep in mind what, like where I'm at. Cause I could make it really hard for myself and try to do tricks that I'm working on still, but do I want to risk, um, dropping several times in a performance or do I want to do stuff that I know I can do live and mm-hmm. then I, I will be able to land. So it's kind of a delicate balance of pushing yourself and then also being realistic and wanting to deliver a special performance without a ton of drops. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I like that you brought that up too, because I love, you know, I like all poi videos, poi content, um, you know, flow arts content, but every once in a while you'll see someone throw something up. Um, that will kind of be like a, you know, a sped up little video of how many times they dropped or messed up. And every time I watch it, I'm like, this makes me feel so good because, you know, you're just thinking these people are just out there just nailing it every time. And I'm like, I love that people are, you know, making their lips bleed and, uh, you know, hitting themselves and throwing them, you know, in, you know, in water and, you know, on accident. And, you know, I like that. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, behind the scenes, you know, we, I drop my boy uh probably more than a couple hundred times a week you know <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah maybe, maybe more <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really adds up over the years well and you know it's funny and like um you can see it in the in that 30 days of boy video that we just had on um any people that have a living room or anything like that that people are spinning toy with all the time and they have a light fixture Nine times out of ten, they won't have a light bulb in there because they're like, okay, guys, you've broken off seven. You've been replaced it seven times. It's only been two weeks. So let's, you know, let's just not keep anything there. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, dude. Well, I think this has been really uh, smooth and easy. This has been a 43-minute podcast so far. So I think this is a really good first episode. Um, cool. I think we – it's funny how much – we still didn't even talk about. I feel like yeah. we got, we talked about a lot of stuff, but um, yeah, I'd love to have you on again um, at yeah. some point when we get things more dialed in with uh, Joey doing the tech side and, you know, maybe I get a little bit more interesting questions, but I feel like we really have so much to talk about specifically yeah. because, you know, you're my brother, obviously, but um, mm-hmm. thanks for doing this with me, man. 
No, you know, and it's just one more thing. It's funny when I was telling people about a, you know, a poi podcast, what would you guys even talk about for that long? Well, here's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your answer. Yeah, totally. Cool. All right, man. Appreciate it. We'll uh, throw your tag up here and um, everybody show Sky some love uh, for coming on the podcast first, uh, technically first guest. So this will be available most likely on Patreon. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, thank you. Peace out. Peace.